What's up, witches? It's everything's not fine. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> we always like look at each other like deer in the headlights. Who's going to go first? And then we do it at the same time. Yeah. Someday, friends, we will learn. We will. Welcome to Everything's Not Fine, though. It's fine. Yes, it's all fine. <laughs> it's all fine, not fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally in the name. So what yeah. else do we expect? That's right. Hi. Hi, I just saw you all weekend, and I'm so happy to still be seeing you. I know. It was so fun. Yes. We had our second annual coven fall getaway this weekend all eight of us except for one was there but we don't feel bad she wasn't there too much because she was going on a family vacation to disneyland so we will allow her that joy yes and we will hope to get some pictures of it to share in that joy yes she's our friend with the four-year-old and i just i woke up thinking about this is her first trip to Disneyland, the little one. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just wish I could be there just to see her little eyes light up. Oh, my God. And it's so much. Yeah. Oh. I got to see her last week. Uh, I trimmed her hair before the trip. And I said, have you guys thought about what your first ride is? And she said in her little voice, the one to ride the rockets. <laughs> and I just died like I immediately was like you will get everything you want I mean I'm not even going to be there but if it's up to me you get everything you want yes yes you do (laughs) ah so fun so cute but we had a lovely time we had it was relaxing and we stayed up so late and of course Many of us texted our children, you'd be so proud. We were <laughs> up so late. <laughs> I saw your oldest son when we got back yesterday. And we were talking about they, because some of the guys had their own slumber party while we were gone. Because they were up late watching a fight and then up early the next morning watching football. So they just, I would say it was more likely that they passed out wherever they were. <laughs> Potentially. It was the safer, smarter choice. It was. And so fun for them, too. But anyway, your son was one of those. And we were talking about how late they stayed up. And I was like, well, we beat all of you, even you youngins. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) At least some of us did. Some of us are smart and responsible and went to bed earlier. So, anywho, I I will remind you all. That our coven is not actually a coven of witches, sadly. Only one of us tends that way. <laughs> I don't know who that would be, me. Mm. Um, but, and let's be real, like actual practicing witches would probably be offended by me saying that I am one. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is our sacred circle of friendship with a purpose. And that is way back in the day when the word was created. That is where that comes. That word comes from. Coven is a sacred circle of feminine relationship that gathers for a purpose. 
And I say that is exactly what we do. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I will link in the show notes our original episode that talks about the developing of our coven. And it is super fun. And that was last year at this time for my birthday. Anyways, all of that to say, we revived the fall coven retreat and it was fantastic. And we even planned our spring fall or spring coven retreat. We are so on top of it. Yeah, I am proud of us. I think it was a good reminder of how important it really is to get away and take time to be together and cultivate rest, A, and B, um, just, you know, kind of that separate from real life time with friends to have enough time to invest in that letdown and really laugh like belly laugh and not be in a hurry and and let um those opportunities of sharing more intimate spaces of emotion and what's been really going on and how that feels like letting there be enough time to really get that yes because a coffee is wonderful you know, going and having dinner is wonderful. Yes. And important, but it is different to have a couple of days where you've just set aside time and, you know, you're not doing dishes and you're not, you know, all of the things to the best of your ability. And listen, none of us, I mean, I certainly didn't, wasn't able to do that perfectly. I had to run out and do a little bit of work on Saturday morning and Mm -hmm. come back. Um, so it's not about perfection, but I think just the intention. Yes, absolutely. Setting that time side away, setting that time away to be yeah. together. And it was it was just really beautiful. There were several moments even where because you have that time, you just have time to like let it breathe mm-hmm. and kind of even revisit. Hey, when you said that, I was thinking and yes. wondering this, you know, and, and it's just really beautiful. It was really, it's, it's super important, um, to get those opportunities. And even like we said, you know, sometimes those late nights can feel daunting, but sometimes really rich conversation can come in those times too. Yes. your defenses are a little more down, mm-hmm. you know, and it's always interweaved with laughter and funny, oh my God, yes. you know, as well, where then you're like, oh God, don't wake everyone else up. But, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's like this very sweet time. Yes. Yes. And I always tell my kids nothing good happens after midnight, but I feel like this is the one exception. Like most good things happen after midnight on Ladies Getaway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we have other friends that we call it cabin time mm. and we'll be like, ooh, gather for cabin time. And it's, you know, you're not out and about, right? you know, <laughs> shenanigans per se. It's yeah. the stay in talking and you know, Ooh, I love cabin time. Cabin that is time, yeah. Ode to the olden days of teen camp and kids <laughs> camp where we would go back to our cabins and have the silly, fun, wonderful time. 
Yeah. But there's something just sweet about taking that time anyway. So I think it was good that we were already planning the next because if you get too far away, back into real life, it's easier to forget how much you really need it or really value it. Yes. Um, Whether you think you need it or not. Yes. Just that it's a value. So true. So true. And that if you assign value to that extent, like, like we put it on our calendars early enough to where, and this time we actually didn't, it was a spur of the moment, like in two weeks, it's happening, damn it. But like planning ahead and putting it on the calendar for spring is, is giving it the value that it deserves. Like this is a, this is a non-negotiable. Like we are all recognizing we desperately need this Mm -hmm. and we are going to make time for it. And it's going to be the priority in our lives too. Not just our kids things, not just our, you know, whatever, but it gets to be a priority for us Mm -hmm. equally important as the other things that we make a priority for our whole family or for our kids or whatever. And that feels good. It does. I agree. So, um, oh, darn, I lost my train of thought. Dang. In in this weekend, I will just share, we did have some shenanigans as well. We did decide to go to a dance. What would you call it? We call it in the South a honky tonk. A honky tonk. Ooh, I like that. That's good. There yeah. is a country song that one of our friends played during our thing. It was something about a honky tonk badonka donk. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we brought that. We brought we that did. energy into we, the old honky tonk. We did bring that energy. So it was hilarious because for the most of us, like that's not really our general space that we live in. Really? Um, you don't honky tonk it up? Not generally, no. So we had to kind of push through our whatever, you know, insecurities and just go full send. And some of us were better than that at that than others, I will say. Yeah. And, you know, you just go in. So, okay, you guys. I would be one of the others who was not good at that this time. (laughs) They, They had line dancing and we had intended to go to a lesson, but then we didn't learn until too late that the line dancing lesson was the night previous. So then the night we were there, it was swing dancing and we're a bunch of ladies. So some people did do that. I didn't participate as much in that because I knew I wasn't going to care about that. Right. But it was good people watching no matter what. Oh, yes. And then we started, I, I, I am bent towards coming up with random games along the way. You are so good at that. I enjoy it. So first off, before we left, we're like listening to some music and we're dancing and kind of getting our like mojo going, right? While we're getting Thank ready. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. And it was good. And we're laughing. And we, some of us that were not driving had some shots, some pre-funk at the house, which was great. Yes. And, um, and so anyway, so we're having a good time. We're laughing. We're, you know, and I said, okay, first game. Anytime randomly during songs, I may scream, grapevine! (laughs) And everybody do that grapevine, like the grapevine dance, right? Like it's just one little move. 
and it'll be really funny. And so I, you know, just randomly while we're there, like I would just be, feel inspired and I would just scream it and I would just randomly grapevine wherever yes. I was. And um, it gave us all some good laughs, which was great. It did. It did. I um, generally forgot what we were supposed to do and just watched you do it. But sometimes <laughs> I remembered to grapevine also. Right, right. Yeah. But it was just a funny, right? It was in the always of, fun. Always <laughs> perfect. In the middle of random. So then, though, okay, this was the other game that we came up while we were there. I was like, guys, we need like bingo cards. Because the people watching is epic, right? You are mixing alcohol and 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 lots of people and music and all of the things. So I said, we as we started looking around, we saw two people praying at one point. So we were like, that has got to be a bingo card because you don't see that at the bar often. No. So that's checked on. That's one bingo um, space. And so then we just started coming up with, okay, we're going to look for people getting together, hooking up, people breaking up, <laughs> a girl crying, um, yes. you know, like sparkly boots, uh, you know, and then sort of like count the belt buckles. Uh-huh. Uh, and all yes. Yes. As well as um, if any guy drops a girl, that uh -huh. was unfortunate. also unfortunate, yes, for unfortunate them. but we did see it and it was highly entertaining. Uh -huh. We may have created the bingo card as we went. Oh, because it's <laughs> we didn't even know what to look for. It was it presented itself. It really did. But we died laughing every time we'd see <sighs> one. And, um, oh, I do need to quote a couple of famous quotes that did happen that oh, night. Good. Yes. Because it made me laugh so hard. So one of the girls was in the bathroom, going to the bathroom, and she overhears other ladies saying to each other, <laughs> I told you guys to bring extra pants. We're moms and we pee a little. And all of us immediately wanted to meet these people. They yes. all sounded like our people, but she didn't know who they were because she was in the stall. Exactly. But we died a thousand deaths of joy. It was oh, yes. amazing. 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 And then one of the other gals was in the bathroom and said, um, some lady said, oh my gosh, are those something kind of boots, some special kind of boots? And she's like feeling cool. And she's like, yeah. doctor just recommended those to me <laughs> and we felt like we were a thousand years old suddenly yeah. um but it was it was just too funny that we had to obviously it. we were with some of our people they were on our level with the orthopedic shoes and the tinkle panties so. absolutely <laughs> yes but there were also um some much younger folks and we have a friend who's single and we took it upon ourselves to try to find her a cowboy she was not on board necessarily like she wasn't looking for a cowboy but I think we needed to live vicariously through her and find her a cowboy for ourselves like I realized afterwards I haven't checked out so many men in a very long time like yes. And it was really just for research purposes. Like I did feel very disconnected. It wasn't like. Absolutely. Um, you know, for ourselves, it was definitely on her behalf. Yes. Yeah. Which even she, I, it would have taken something real special for her to even think that was a good idea. 
which yeah. you're probably not going to find at an old honky tonk, but <laughs> it sure made for fun. Yeah, it sure did. My my fellow that I thought would be a good idea was later revealed to me that he was probably only 27, but I thought for sure that he was at least 37 for most of the <laughs> night. So that's probably the tequila talking, but... Possibly. <laughs> it was amazing to realize, like, oh, we are on, we are definitely middle-aged because there was a lot of young ones. Oh, yes. Yes. Another friend, it was beautiful, um, a, a, a sweet fella asked her to dance. He hadn't been there for the lesson, and she actually knew what she was doing, so she um, gave him a little lesson and then found out he was 36 and she even though is in her mid 40s looks 36 i hate her for it every day <laughs> um so he probably thought he was picking up somebody we came home and her husband was quite proud of her we oh, told good. Him, and he was definitely proud of her that she was getting the attentions of some youngins well it was hilarious because she's told him Oh, I'm pretty sure you're my son's age. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm 36. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was great. It was great. It was quite fun. So we were out there, several of us, uh, you know, got out there trying to follow along with the line dancing. And uh, it was highly entertaining. We oh, were piss poor at it, but it was highly entertaining. I mean, I laughed and laughed and at certain points just started making my own shit up. And then like, yeah, I, I just started swearing. I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> I, okay. Can I tell you one of the reasons I was so uncomfortable and on point all night, I, t when we got back and all the men were at our friend's house, when I dropped her off, we were recounting some things and I was telling them at the, at the bar, I was giving off straight lesbian vibes. I didn't want anybody coming up like not. I mean, not that I'm presumptuous enough to think that was going to happen, but I was like, I'm going to be the mother hen here. I need to take care of these girls. And here's why early in the night, at one point, two of our friends were standing smack in the middle of the dance floor, standing, not <laughs> moving, watching people, and I was like, my God, they're going to, somebody is either going to just run them over or punch them for getting in the way so many times. <laughs> I need to stay on point and protect my girls here. This is going to be a mess. We were trying to learn the moves. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. In the epicenter of the dance floor, and there is chaos going on around everywhere. And they are just standing there watching. Static. And I was telling him later, and our one friend who was one of them was like, I know, I was telling her we had to go, but she just was like, No, we're fine. <laughs> move around us. She was like, I couldn't abandon her there. Did they move around us? They did. In they fact. did. They did. Oh. I yeah, my anxiety was at a fever pitch while we were there. Oh, so I was shoot. not necessarily the most fun person. But I sure was the protector. You were. You were definitely on point. You were fun. We had a good time. We, we did have a good time. But I wasn't my normal wild self. Sure. Like, 
there have been times I would have been standing in the middle of the dance floor or doing, there was a lady there. Don't worry, guys. We're not going to talk about this bar the whole time, but I do need to tell the story about this one lady. She was either on some very nice narcotics. Yes. Or maybe a little bit of a lot of things. Maybe some mental health, maybe some drugs, maybe some extra alcohol. I don't know. But let me tell you, she was in her own world. And she was standing up by the front of the stage just dancing. And oh my God. I could have been her if I could have let down the anxiety. You never know. I mean, without the (laughs) narcotics, for sure. But I was not. I kept it together. But she, wow. Yeah. It was highly entertaining. Something to strive for. The freedom she was feeling. I don't know. (laughs) It was entertaining. And did I potentially try to follow some of her moves just a little bit um, backward by the tables? I did. I did. Because I was like, really? How does one feel so free to do that by yourself in front of the whole band? But I don't think nature brings that. There, yeah, no, that's definitely some other inspirations. Mm -hmm. One can't get to that place naturally. Mm -hmm. Well, it did feel like the kind of thing that we're going to need to revisit uh, and and, uh, go on the night of of the. Blind dancing Blind. lesson. Yes. Yes. Also, maybe between now and then, watch some YouTube videos and do some like at home practicing. Because I'm going to tell you something the speed at which those people do their kickball chains and tap your ankles. Yes. It's like sprinting. I don't know. I would have been a sweaty, out of breath mess if I were even attempting to keep up. So. Yeah, uh, but I kind of feel like that's the that's the thing, right? I was like, line oh, dancing is the new Zumba. Let's I, just, I'm in if we can have alcohol at the same time. Oh, I did need a little liquid courage, but you know, for sure. For... I just felt like we're here, we're here, we're gonna just do it. Let's just go for it. Yes, and, and here's why we were here because, as you guys know, Nicole and I have been working on creating fun in our lives. And last year at our coven retreat, um, one of the ladies said that line dancing for her felt like fun. Like she wanted to learn to do that because it seemed like a release of fun. And so ever since we have been talking about doing this, well, the place we decided to stay a little bit out of town for our gathering just happened to have this honky tonk there and a friend of ours plays in a band there so we were like now is the time we are doing it and so I think the creating of the fun definitely reached its pinnacle we may not have dove in head first but we are making strides we are it's good and I think that was why I felt inspired to make other games in the midst of it. Yes. Right? Because then it was like. Fun for all. Yeah. Even for the ones that felt a little more hesitant in the jumping out there, there was still plenty of fun to have. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) No, it was not dull. Not ever. 
Um, we also broke the law. One of us forgot our ID to Ooh. show the people on the way in, and she and Nicole happened to be twins. And so it was very love, not actually, but they could be. It was lovely. Nicole showed her ID first. We had this really um, special pass it back secretly and yeah. she was at the back of the line and then she showed the same id we got in we are lawbreakers you guys I'm so proud of us i'm so proud of us which is so dumb because lit- earlier you would not be so proud to tell your kids this but now it makes us cool yeah cooler. and so <laughs> yeah we did all have this like wow you guys we are now Everyone was actually above age, so we weren't really, like, sneaking anyone in that shouldn't be there. But no, we just didn't want to have to drive back to the cabin. Oh, my God. So we felt kind of cool on that, too. Look at us. Yeah. Whoa. There was a lot of coolness happening there. Oh, I got some new boots for the occasion. Oh. And they are spectacular, first of all. I'm going to wear them all the time. But every time I put them on, I feel so cool and like I should dance and walk differently yeah so Nicole has her new glasses that make her harness her inner like badass wonderful beautiness and I have new boots there you go it's it's simple it's the simple things it's it is just like find a little something to give you a little strut in your stuff that's right but she was strutting her stuff it was awesome we my hip kind of hurts today from the way I was walking we made her put them on all throughout the weekend. Oh, go get those boots. Put them on. We got to see them again. Yeah. Every time I started getting a little bit not energetic or in my, like, slump, I just pull out the boots. It, it was like an instant reboot. Oh, reboot. Oh. See, see what, what I did there? <laughs> I remember what I was going to say earlier when I lost my train of thought. Back in the day... When Jen Hatmaker would give her, I've talked about this a million times, but when she would give her, tell stories about her outings with her girls or whatever, I, and one of our good friends too, at the time, we would get so annoyed. And so it was hurtful of like, how do you, how do you even do this? Like, you know, we're still chasing littles and not having the community of people that we do now. And I was, I mean, we, I stopped following Jen Hatmaker for a couple of years because I, it was so annoying to me. And I was like, you are just so out of touch with reality that you think people can just go do these things and have these relationships. And like, it was triggering. It was triggering. I'm not going to lie. And, um, I'm listening to us now and I'm like, yep, we're those people. We are those people that are doing those things. And I know I say this all the time. I know we don't all have a community like this. We don't all have a people, but neither did I like for a long time. And so that's why I'm like, it's okay. You don't necessarily have it right now, but I know you will like make the decision just Set your intention that somehow, some way you're going to create that or it's going to come to you. And you too will be boot scoop boogieing all over the place with your people. Agreed. But you know, you can make funny games based <laughs> on just people watching anywhere. I just want to put that out there. I was just oh, thinking God. at the playground in the Ooh, mall. 
I mean, you could make some great bingo cards yourself, just previous, even if it's just for you to make yourself find your fun, right? Find your fun and it's free. It's just, you know, but like there may be a little internal mockery that you might have to take up with Jesus later on, but you know, it's fine. We got to find our joy somewhere. Come on. It's like watching movies where people fall or whatever. Like you want to know they're okay, but you, I laugh harder than, I mean, come on. There is some, there is some laughter to be had. So, you know, be at the park, uh, fumbling dad with kids, uh, you know, check box, like, you know, a tantrum check box. Glad it's not me. Oh, Mm -hmm. it is me. Oh, check that box too. There's all the things, all the things. Oh, and also seasons of life. We have not always been in this season of life for sure. It is, it is a gift now. It is true. Yes. So, and I'll just say all of this hilarity and wonderful bonding time did not was not the only thing that happened this weekend. One of us, your friend Kel, had a really hard weekend. Like, all weekend. I was not my normal self. And Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure at one point, by the end of the weekend, everyone had said, are you okay? What's going on? Are you okay? Which, by the second or third person, I should have taken a clue that, like, oh, maybe I'm not okay. Maybe I should do a little reflection here. Um, But I waited until the bitter end when we were packing up the cars until my friend Nicole was like, what is going on? I don't even know what you said, but I was like, okay, I think I'm not okay. Yeah. I will and it's some of it's progressive like and you were you were you were also you were aware of like I am feeling feelings I'm not quite sure what exactly yes it is that I'm feeling yeah but it is normal that is my normal way of like "Mm, I'm not feeling I'm just feeling off and like I'm it takes a bit of digging and a bit of like from others from myself I don't know to finally get to like oh this is what it is or even like start to maybe know what's going on with me I thought tell that about your realization about the poking of the Mm. yeah just I use my husband as an example some of us are natural pokers (laughs) 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 no but there's uh you know just people especially when they're when we're processing and kind of not sure, I've just realized there's some people that you got to give some poke into, you know, like, okay, you're not okay. What's exactly. And so my example is like with a ingrown toenail. So lovely. I love that. It's a a nasty example, but everybody knows what that is like. Right. Or at least look like, looks like. So Um, as an example, my kids or my husband over 20, however many years, you know, you you get one once in a blue moon. So there was a point where he had an ingrown toenail and I looked down and I said, Oh my God, is that hurt? Is that in, is that an ingrown? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. 
And me being who I am, I don't just go like, okay, I, you know, are you sure it doesn't hurt? No, leave it. It's fine. And he's kind of like pushing his foot away. And then I still, but oh, okay. So, so then I just like jab my finger in it. And I'm like, that doesn't hurt, you know? <laughs> and of course, what then he goes, when I do this, how about now? Right? Yeah. Does it hurt when I do this? How about this? And that's usually the telltale sign of like, oh, it really isn't. Or, oh, hell yes. So of course, you know, they howl like, wah, and whelp. Uh-huh. And so, that's sort of my visual of what sometimes needs to happen because, of course, I can see that you're not okay. I can see that it's not okay. Something's going on. It's under the surface. Yeah. Um, but we got a deal and it's not going to get better until we do. And, you know, emotionally, that is also true. And so yeah. I do have a tendency uh, to do that. And some people I had a realization some of our friends need a little more of that than others. Mm -hmm. And I have not always, um, I, you know, with your friends, you try to be a little more back off and, and let it just kind of, yeah, gentle. Mm -hmm. Um, but realizing that a few people kind of need a little bit more of that. Yes. Um, and And maybe don't have other people in their daily lives that do that for them. Yes. Except for like when we have these opportunities to be together and long enough to realize like. Exactly. Oh, something's going on. Yes, exactly. And it is always in love. In yes. It's not about just wanting to be a jerk. Yeah. But as with Aaron, in an emotional way as well, he can be that way, especially if it's really hard. And sometimes he kind of needs to get to that point where it, it kind of bursts out, right? Yes. Like it all, and so sometimes I I have found myself almost poking to get the reaction, to get that outburst, and then he like, oh, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So anywho, just yes. sort of realizing in that weekend that sometimes that's the gift of that time, but yes. also our relationships that it's important that we try yes. to be faithful to that when we get that sort of inner sense of yeah. Hmm, What's yep. going on? Yep. And I think as a person who is not a natural feeler, I, especially if I'm like actively avoiding my emotions, I need the use in the world. And I can actually, I probably function like that for other people a lot, being the poker and the seer. And um, I think that might make it so people don't necessarily feel like I need it as much. But Mm -hmm. if I'm really deeply avoiding, I will not. Like, I will keep digging in and avoiding, like, even harder (laughs) for a while. Unless I have a strong poker like you to be like, okay, I see, I know you say you're okay, but I Mm -hmm. see something is going on. Like, yeah. Um, and I, like the people who were there when I had my, my time of realizing like, oh my God, yes, something is like, and this is finally digging down deep enough to feel like what it actually was, which I'll talk about in a sec. Um, I, I said later, like you have permission and not only do you have permission, but I'm asking you when you see me doing that. When you see me, <laughs> we call it fuss assing, um, but like 
a telltale sign for me that something is going on is when I get up and like busy myself, like Mm -hmm. everyone kept saying, Oh my God, sit down, stop cleaning up. Like stop doing all the things, sit down, relax. Well, that's what I do when I'm like trying not to feel the feels is nope. I'm anxious. I got all this energy. I just got to get up and move around. Mm -hmm. And I don't even realize why, but I think probably now I will a little bit more because I, the whole weekend I was like, what is going on with me? Well, now I can see those signs of like, oh, okay, well, when I'm fuss-assing around, it's probably because I can't sit still because if I sit still, I might actually feel a feeling. Sure. (laughs) Well, and sometimes it's, even as it went on, you were feeling the feelings, but also going this is going to be a conversation. This is yes. going to be a thing. I kind of just, ugh, I don't want to have it. I don't want to do it. Yes. And <laughs> well, so silly because it's like literally the point of us doing this. Like, I don't want to bring the attention on me. I don't want to bring the vibe down. I don't want to make it a thing. Like, we're here to enjoy each other and have fun. Forgetting like, oh, we're also here to support one another and love yeah. one another where we're at. Yes. and. Um, there wasn't as much of that this weekend, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think if I would have been willing to go there, then anybody else who needed to go there may have also had the opportunity to go there or maybe nobody else did. It doesn't matter, but like back to our other conversation like liberation is never a one-way thing like you know and sometimes that just means me bearing my soul gives all of us an opportunity if we need to to bear their souls yes um and not that there wasn't like meaningful wonderful things I'm not saying that at all but um you know it at least for me like not until the bitter end like literally my car was started and running in the driveway (laughs) (laughs) When I finally was like, I don't know, I'm a wreck. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, like, just to give a little, uh, like, oh, just talk about what was going on a little bit. Because I do think it's not necessarily this situation, but I do think it's kind of a universal thing. Like, the last time we did this was last year. For it was, and like I said, I'll link back to the episode, but it was my birthday. And it was really the first time the eight of us all really connected. Um, We, if you hear snoring and growling in the background, it's my dogs. Um, I'm not that hungry that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We kind of established our coven at that time and again this is my like these are the people who have a role in my life for me like maybe not everyone is as close to one another or certainly at the time maybe weren't as close to one another as I am these seven other individuals but it's really cool to see how over the last year there have been connections amongst all of us of like And we have all known each other for 25 years. So there is all of that history and relationship over the years. Um, But it's really cool to see that 
not only have I reconnected with a lot of these people and really like the depth of our relationship has gone so much deeper over the last year, but everybody has in some degree reconnected or deepened their relationships with pretty much everybody in some way or another, or at least like time-wise, we're all so much more connected because we really purpose to spend time together. So that has been incredible. Um, so many of us have had major life changes. Kids graduate high school or kids get engaged or kids start preschool. Like <laughs> there's been big, big things in all yeah. of our lives. But for me, probably, <clears throat> especially there have been a lot of changes. We moved like when we did this last year, none of this was on the radar. Um, but we actually moved to Spokane. So I am around most everyone so much more. Um, just in our everyday lives, we have chances to go out to coffee and, you know, do things and spend time together. And that has changed the dynamic of some of my relationships. Um, and then at the same time, my, my sister, my person who we have been over on the West side together for the last 15 years, um, I left her and now, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have what I have here now with everybody else. We don't have anymore um, as easily. Like, so that major transition has happened. Like I don't have my every couple of weeks, three hour lunch to catch up on what's going on. And um, it, that really hit me this weekend because it has, we've been here for six months, but um, it has been very weird to Jim and I, like, number one, this still doesn't feel like home, like, and it's becoming more and more, we're more aware of that as our schedules are slowing down in the fall and the winter, you know, you're not running so much. And so, um, things slow down and I'm like, oh, this is weird. It's still like, it is home, but it's not we're not going to get our Christmas tree at the same place. We always get our Christmas tree this year. We're not, you know, like this isn't home yet. And that hurts. And then add on to that, like spending that time with her this weekend. And it like, usually we both come into town. Usually we drive together when we can. Um, we have the whole drive over to connect and then we get into town and we both kind of go our separate not separate ways, but like we take a step back from each other so that we can both connect with all of our other people and have um, special time with everyone. And then we have the drive home to like debrief and how was it for you and da da da. And so this time I did my usual take my step back, like so she could connect with everyone. And then by the end of the weekend, I was like, oh, but. I didn't get my time with my husband. Yes. yes. And um, there was a lot of feelings around that and a lot of realizations for me of like, I am important and my relationship with her is important enough that I also get to have special time with her. Like I get to be a little bit selfish. Yeah. And that was very hard for me. And there's a lot of stuff from our past and the cults that like also feeds into that. 
um, you weren't really allowed to have the depth of relationships in the cult that we did and do. And so, you know, there was always being very careful and make sure nobody feels left out and which is important. There's, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt for a hot sec because there is that, that was true about inclusive and not wanting to be exclusive, but it was at that time, what we also know now is if you were getting too close with anybody, yes, that threatens the system, right? Right. That threatens the amount of control that can be had. And so it was incredibly strategic to find people that were finding legitimate, healthy bonds Mm -hmm. and to intentionally break them, intentionally separate them and keep that from getting deeper. Because Mm -hmm. when those bonds are strong, you're harder to control your heart. You have, you know, all of that. And so I think even now, how many years later, we're still realizing, oh, we have some weird Uh mental hiccups in that. Yep. And obviously, as grownups, relationships are complex. And female relationships, we all know some women can be total bitches. And, (laughs) you know, like we, so developing healthy female relationships that are good and not competitive and all of that stuff, like we've got a lot of deconstructing to do in ourselves of insecurities and just even addressing those and being willing to be brave to say the things that honestly, most everyone feels, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, feels like they're the only ones. And so I think there was so much in that because when you get a group together, you want to be in a healthy way. You want to be thoughtful of other people. And, you know, even in your day-to-day life, if you're having coffee with one person, sometimes it's okay to mention it or whatever, but you, you don't want to just throw it in people's faces either because then they could feel left out or whatever. Like there's some just normal of that Mm -hmm. social, whatever. But what I think we were all experiencing on some level and we do kind of inner as we go with these friendships and that you for sure were feeling is as changes in our lives happen, um, we can be surprised by new challenges that come up. Yes. And so for you, as you were saying with, with this one, you had all the time before because you lived in the same space yes. generally. And now it caught you off guard because you were still operating in that same way. Take a step back. I don't need time with her. Right. Until you realize at the end, like, oh shit, I actually do because I, I don't actually get to be with you, yep. but that then feels selfish and yep. feels um, like threatened. Even it can feel threatening because other people that are used to not living in the same town yeah, um, already know how to operate that way. And so yep. they do get uh, in a good way, grabby and say, yes. like, I want to take time, just you and me. I want to yes. go on a walk or I want to have this where it's just us and they know how to create spaces like that because they've had to already. 
Right. But that can then feel, because again, women are complex and, you know, like, and have been our whole lives that can create some insecurities of, you know, does that relationship threaten my relationship with that person? And Mm -hmm. I don't want it to like, and, and even mentally, like you can go through the, like, that's stupid. It doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. But it still can feel that way. exactly. And at a certain point, because we are all in relationship with each other and committed to being people that grow yes. and um, wanting to be vulnerable, this was one of those times that it yes. was super valuable to finally just oh, kind of be out with it and talk yes. about those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, I'm so glad that you talked about all of that. One of the reasons why during the weekend, I didn't want to feel those feelings was because I didn't want to make the other people who were getting their time with her feel like they were doing something wrong. Right. Like if I'm saying I'm feeling jealous of the time you're getting together, that means that I'm saying that you're being exclusive or you're doing all the things that I believe you should absolutely do. And so how do I feel what I'm feeling and give it value without devaluing these other people or making them feel like they're doing something wrong when they're not like Mm -hmm. so hard, so hard. And even like, as you were talking about when we go out to coffee or whatever, we don't want to like make other people feel left out, but there's also an element of that same thing there, like in something that you are always so careful and so um, mindful of is like, I don't want to say like the three of us went and then the rest of you aren't there. And, you know, and that is kind and it is, it is wonderful. Um, And it comes from such a kind, wonderful place. But my hope is and not just within our group of people but just in general like we can get to a place of yes I have special time like I make it a point every two weeks to like rotate through and I have to put it on my calendar to make sure it doesn't get missed but just like I put date nights with my husband on my calendar um to like get together for coffee or have a special FaceTime conversation or go for a walk or, you know, whatever with each person who is my friend, who I really want to continue to grow and build this relationship. Some people in my coven, some people not in my coven. Like I have people who I'm purposing, maybe some people it's once a week and some people it's once a month. Cause like God knows, like I still have to be a mom and live my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay to have one-on-one time or like four people together time. Like we're not doing it because we're making the other people feel left out or we want to. It's just that we have a bond about these certain things. We want to get together and really dive into that bond. And you may not fit into that bond, but I have a totally different bond with you. And I get to do that with you at a different time. And it's, I, if I had the same relationship with all eight or 10 or 12 people in my life, that would not fully fill me. Like it wouldn't fulfill all my relationship needs, nor would it fulfill their relationship needs. So it's okay to have 
social time <laughs> with different groups of people. And yeah, sometimes people might be like, oh, well, I wish I got to be there. Of course. I want to be at every fucking thing. I like to have fun. I like to be with right. my people. If you're getting together and you're going on a fun vacation, I am jealous and sad when you're gone on that vacation and <laughs> I'm not there, damn it. But also at the same time, I want you to go have that time together. Like, yes, it's complex. Yes, it has like good and sad feelings. And maybe eventually I won't ever be jealous, but probably not because I like to have FOMO. I live in the world of FOMO, damn it. Yes. <laughs> but for those of you who don't have teenagers, that means fear of missing out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think like that is also another aspect that we have to like deprogram is it is okay to have our own individual relationships that look differently or maybe a, a few couples. Like we have couples that, you know, you, me, and one of our other friends, our husbands all were roommates for years. And so yes. there's a different bond there. Like they have different friendships. And so when we get together, like it's for a different purpose and it would be weird if other people were there, they wouldn't get all the dumb inside jokes and all, you know? Right. And so it's not that anybody's trying to make anybody feel left out. It's just, we have different levels of relationship and it is important to be secure enough in all of our relationships to give each other that space. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that because that has been a years long journey for me to get to this place. It has come from a lot of hurt and a lot of like, um, with other friendships, like, you know, in where we used to live or whatever, where people were, they would lie to us. Like they would purposely cover up when they were getting together with certain friends and then lie to, cover it up even further. And that was so hurtful. It was like, well, don't you trust me to be an adult and like, yeah, let you have that? Like, am I such a needy person that you would feel like you would have to lie to me to protect my feelings? That's silly. Um, so yes, there's kindness and there's not like, you know, flaunting, like, having so much fun without you. Don't wish you were here. Like, <laughs> no, right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Not to, I mean, that was a huge tangent and I was really on my soapbox, but that is why that is so important to me. I feel like we need to give each other space and sometimes it's space to even grow. And like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way. I never would want you to feel that way, but that's kind of a you thing. And I need you to like, why? What yeah. in our relationship is missing that you feel that? Because I don't want that to be there. Mm -hmm. And just like back to this weekend, like when those two friends went on their special walk, like literally, of course I love it. I want you to have your time together. You need it. I understand that. Yes. And why am I feeling jealous? Why am I feeling left out? That I need okay, I'm being triggered. Triggers are wonderful. They help me see mm. what unresolved thing is going on in me that I have to think about or heal or whatever. But in the moment, clearly, obviously, I did not see a trigger as wonderful. <laughs> well, and, and I, even in the moment though, I know that you, you felt it and you said, this is stupid that I'm feeling 
that it's yes. making me feel insecure. Like yes. we all have those. We literally yeah. all of us have those. Human and, nature. Yes. And, and I think what was wonderful about finally having this conversation is sometimes just getting it out of your mouth. And we oh. said this, like you see the ridiculousness as soon as it like comes out, right? Whether it's, I feel insecure that maybe you don't love me the same way or whatever it is, yeah. you know, that then you go, oh my God, well, that's stupid. You know, yeah. because the truth in reality in this circumstance, as an example, is it all actually comes back to change and change yes. is hard. And I didn't realize that that meant that I also need to change how I interact on yes. things like this. And yes. I need to be more assertive and say, I'd really like some special time. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, and carve that out and yep. unashamedly and not, it's not selfish. It's not, you know, it's saying that this person is also important to me and that I am as important as any other person here to get that. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so in a super practical way to be able to go, oh shit, one more area where this change. Yes is changing things. It's, it's, it's a dynamic changer. It is. And we all have things going on in our lives that, because we're wonderful changing people, like we're not people who are hermits and live in our home and never leave. Like we all are living life. And so therefore we are all changing and life circumstances are changing. Um, and and we're all having to regroup and reevaluate at different mm-hmm. times. Um, obviously, ours is very obvious right now because we did move and we do have like so many dynamics involved in that move. Um, and this was like, whoo, baby, I can see how much I'm like. I mean, truthfully, every time Jim and I have a social event with a new group of people or throw in another couple or throw in another person, Right now, we are always having to see, like, okay, where is our place here? Like, Mm -hmm. and not in a bad way, even, but just like, how do we fit in this space, you know? And that's, Mm -hmm. um, it's so, he's so dumb. I was talking to him about this whole thing last night, like all of my realizations. And he was like, I'm just me, whoever we're with, wherever we're at. And I was like, yes, you are. But also, yeah. You may not even be consciously aware of it. Mm-hmm. But the whole time we're at this dinner or at this thing, you and I are feeling out our place and where do we interject and what do we have in common? Mm-hmm. And that is natural. I was like, you do feel it. You just don't know because you don't know. <laughs> like- yes. Well, and we we all do, right? Like whether yes. it's... um you know, the like, okay, is this a good group of going out to dinner or is this maybe too many or do they have Uh like these interests that we are not really interested in? So as fun as it is to be together, maybe that's not really our jam, but let's find something else that is a common denominator, you know, or, and that's something that we all have to figure out because 
as life continues on, right? Whether you become an empty nester, that your dynamic changes in your relationship, but it also changes in your friendships because you, a lot of times, have more time, have more time. You have maybe more money. You have more like, well, we don't have stuff on the weekends like we used to because we had kids to chase after. So we want to do more. You know, we just, we want to be out and about more. We want to like explore who we are more and our interests are growing or whatever in a way that like I can't keep up with because I have fill in the blank. Or on the other hand, we are, you know, we have a kid that's engaged. We have one that's going to be launching into college. And so financially this year, like we have to just be a little more careful. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. so as fun as all of those things are, like we have to just be able to not be insecure when <laughs> other people are doing fun things that yes. maybe, and be more willing to say like, either, Hey, can we do something that's a little more on the cheap just because we are right. in this space or you guys should totally go do that. That sounds so fun. We just can't do it this time. Yeah. And again, FOMO, that sucks. But at right. the same time, it it's just part of those life transitions. Yes. You know, in the same way that it was when you have a new baby and go like, as fun as that sounds, I'm freaking exhausted and I have to bring a baby and you can't bring yes. a baby to a bar, like, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like, you you know, can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> you just you get a lot of not great looks. <laughs> um. It's so true. And also in those times, you don't expect everyone to change. Like when you have a new baby, you don't expect everyone to change their whole lives and come sit on the couch with you while you doze off and covered and spit up. Like, yes. And nor should we like, well, we can't really afford to do that this time. So they shouldn't go either. Like, you know, that's not how it goes. That's not. And that's, and that's all part of those shifting sands. And honestly, we're all going to keep having that, right? Like yes. life is going to keep yes. shifting. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with us when we feel feelings and have to regroup and have to like discover, okay, what's going on in me when this happens? Because it does matter. Yeah. Like, those feelings are real and mm-hmm. they either we ignore them. And then he, here's what happens. If I ignore that this weekend and I don't at some point get to have that conversation, yeah. knowing me and how I operate, I will um, start to close off mm-hmm. like, Oh, well something I'm, clearly I'm broken. Like what the fuck? I can't believe I'm that insecure that that bothered me. And I don't want to keep getting my feelings hurt. And so I'm just going to close off. And like, I think either close off or close off with the, like that bitch was so in like, so insensitive and selfish, you know, like it could, you, we could do either one of those and, and neither are true. Right. Like in reality, like, yes, it's the great yes. disservice that would yeah. happen. Exactly. And so not acknowledging it and not feeling it and working through it is, 
is not healthy and it's going to end up causing more pain down the road. But, and yes, acknowledging it is vulnerable and it's feels like, oh my God, you guys, I'm such a mess and I can't believe that I'm just like feeling this, but so healing, like that's the risk of vulnerability is that you feel stupid, but the reward is you get to have healing and I'm just so incredibly grateful that you are the poker that you are so that in the moment I got to work through all of that in a way that literally all of my relationships are healthier because of it, especially like those who are also closer to, you know, my friend who lives out of town now, like there's a commonality and a healing there that helps bridge a gap that wouldn't have been bridged. And at least not in this way, it probably could have gone on longer or whatever until there was a breakdown of some sort. Like, I guess my point is during these transitional times, especially when we have the close relationships that we do, there's probably going to be some rub there between certain friends or certain people or certain situations. And we can feel like we shouldn't acknowledge the rub because that's not fair to them or makes them feel like they're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. when they're not. Right. But we sure can let them know, like, this is really hard for me. And give them an opportunity to be more sensitive or to be more like loving to you and be like, hey, don't forget to create your space this weekend too. Like, don't forget to get your time. I know it's important to you too. Yes. Or whatever. Like that's going to look like, you know, all kinds of things. But that is literally what we say our role in each other's lives are. That's what we're here for. When the hard shit is happening, like... We can't be there for one another if we can't be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> or at least say, it's okay to poke me. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the thing is, is that it always happens. I don't know. Yes. I like to always say that, but I will, I will say always happens. Yeah. Is you actually are closer. Yes. It is the opportunity to be closer because. Yes. That vulnerability does free others to say, I get that. I feel that too sometimes. Or I was really just unaware that that was making you feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I super care about you and I love you and I don't want you to feel that. Yeah. And it's not unfair for you to have needs. Yes. And, And it does bring to other people's attention those spaces where maybe we weren't aware. I mean, I had a really beautiful conversation with someone else that weekend where I knew hard things that had gone on and I hadn't taken the full credence to understand how much that was still hard. Yes. And how much that was still affecting them. Yeah. And for me, like that brought me to tears because I thought, my God, my dear friend has struggled in this space and potentially felt like you should be over it. And, yeah. and I just didn't realize that 
that you, you were it was still so hard or all these other complexities that were still in that space. Yeah. That as soon as she said, it was like, I felt like the curtain came down and it was like, oh my God, of course that is. Yes. Yes. And I think that helps her feel validated. That's exactly valid that you would be feeling that supported, cared for. And, and like, did it change any of the practical circumstances? No. Right. But she now doesn't have to sit in it alone. And I get the opportunity to carry her in my heart and have a broader awareness of little circumstances that may trigger those things or may still be challenging Mm -hmm. and to encourage things in maybe in their lives, you know, whether it's their marriage or the relationship with the kids or whatever, and be able to have camaraderie and like, you know what, when we've had those things, this is something and be able to offer. It doesn't solve it. It doesn't fix it. Right. But it certainly can also be an encouragement of even though this is really hard, you guys are strong and to know is not going to keep feeling like this forever. And, you know, being able to even just glean on that, like hold onto that, but like share our own experiences of, you know, times that were tough and, and how that felt in the moment and that, that also it gets better and it's not going to, stay that way forever. It, it, it's just, I, the power of vulnerability and being willing to take the risk, whether it's take the risk to ask and poke or take the risk and say the scary, hard thing that feels insecure and stupid yeah. is so important yes. for all of our freedom and all mm-hmm. of us to feel closer and lighter and like we don't have to carry it alone yeah yeah and I will say to those who are pokers and askers like it's so wonderful to take the risk to ask a hard question because so often those of us who need to have the question asked it's not even on our radar Mm -hmm. like the fact that like what's going on is not conscious enough for us to even realize we're doing it or feeling it or closing down or not, you know, going there or whatever until someone asks. And then it's like, Oh, Oh yeah, I do feel that way. Or Mm -hmm. I do, you know, that is hard for me. Like, Holy shit. It is hard for me. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for helping me see me or whatever. Yeah. And I think, again, that goes back into the like, it doesn't mean the pokers have to be, it's not in an asshole way, right? but it's the, I had a blip on my radar. Uh Uh-huh. And, and honestly, to just be faithful to ask the question. Yes. To be faithful to do that when you get that weird, Yeah, like even in, in interpersonally, hey, are we okay? That felt weird. It felt, and you've done the same for me. Hey, when I said that, I felt something. I felt you tense up. I felt that something. Can we talk about that? Yes. And, and so it doesn't have to be like, I'm just poking at everybody all the time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Come here, let me rip your toenail off. (laughs) Right, right. You know, 
but to be just, I think, for us to try to be faithful as friends. Yes. And I honestly try the best I can, even in my workspace, to Mm -hmm. be, you know, like, hey, if I have that little bit of like, bloop, bloop, radar, Mm -hmm. to like, hmm, you know, maybe I need to pay attention to that. Is that something that I need to check in on? Or even just as an encouragement, like it doesn't have to be a big whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't know the freedom that could come for other people and ourselves by being faithful to say those things or whatever. Pay attention when we get that little bit of intuitive something. Yeah. And we also, part of the risk of asking questions is knowing, (laughs) well, if I ask her, she also probably will feel more freedom to ask me yep. what's going on about this or with me. Like, I don't want anybody to ask me, (laughs) (laughs) but we may not want it, but the freedom that comes after being uncomfortable and facing an uncomfortable thing, like the healing and the joy and the whatever is so worth it. And it's so much smaller in the grand scheme of things than it feels like it's going to be. Yeah. Like the, you know, as our, as our friend Brene says, I can't remember exactly, but shame like grows and festers in the darkness. Like, Mm -hmm. but as soon as there's light, it's, even the smallest flicker of light, there's hope and there's healing and it's so much easier than we're afraid it's going to be, <laughs> especially yeah. when we let people do it with us. Exactly. So I'm super grateful. Yeah, it was so good. So, so good and so important. Yeah. Yeah, and our one friend, she made a comment. Um, She has a child graduating this year and a child entering high school this next year. And, like, so many big transitions are coming for their family. And she's like, God, I know it's just there's going to be a lot and a lot of upheaval. And I am so glad that I have the constancy and the – that's not even a word, I don't think – Um, the consistency and the security and the stability of these relationships to get me through um, the upheaval of everything else in life. Like, and that's, that's a gift. I mean, and not everybody has it in this season, but dang, if you do, you know what a gift it is to have that, um, to fall back on (laughs) in the crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so, and it's not common to have mm-mm. seven. Oh, but, sweet. You know, like that's not normal, but no. it is possible to mm-hmm. have one or two. Yes. And, and the thing, I think I just, I want to remind us all that you are worth it. Yes. You are worth the time and investment to develop those one or two relationships. Yeah. Whomever they may be. And it doesn't mean there aren't other people that you love and that 
you know, may ebb and flow of being more of your person or less of your person at different seasons, but you are worth the time investment to let people see you fully and love you. Yes. In all its. Yeah. Beauties and hardships and everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not hard to love. I was just going to say that too. (laughs) Like just as much beauty comes from being able to love you as what you receive. Like. Yep. Just like liberation isn't a one-way thing. Neither is love. Yeah. Yep. And, And you are deserving of love and you are easy to love. Yeah. You are not hard to love. Even if you're a pain in the ass. (laughs) Like, I know a lot of people that are a pain in the ass, but at the end of the day, they are not hard to love. Yeah. So, friends, I hope that you will just take that. I hope that you will just take a moment, breathe that in, let that be your truth for today. Yes. Because we love you and you are not alone. Yeah. And it is worth it. Yep. I love you. I love you. Thank you.